0: Championship team. This is another Astros
1: podcast. Welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks with the manager AJ Hinch before a three-game series with Minnesota. The topic of conversation right now, AJ, obviously the weather. It's cold, but it's not windy and it's bearable, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, we're going to play either way, so we, <laughs> I mean, we have to deal with it, um, and both teams have to. I guess the Twins are a touch more experienced at dealing with this. Is their home, you know, division? It's their home city, but. Um, it's going to be cold, but it's,
1: it's, it's going to be what it is. And as, for you as a manager, and you're talking to guys, you're just trying to get them to put it out of their mind and concentrate on what they're trying to do.
2: Yeah, I mean, you have to play the game. I mean, obviously it's, it's easy to, to, to be frustrated with it. It's not baseball weather, but it is baseball weather today. So, yeah. um, you know, I, we'll, we'll address it. We'll make sure it's a topic that everybody can talk about. We'll bundle up, get as, as warm as we can. Somebody's going to win tonight. Somebody's going to lose tonight. There's going to be players get hits. There's going to be players that don't get hits. Um, the game goes on. Who has the advantage, the
1: the pitcher or, or the hitter?
2: I think it's a little harder on the on the on the hitter. Yeah, you know, mean, I think it's being able to to dictate contact, and obviously the um, anytime you get rattled on the inside part of the plate, it can be or even off the end of the bat, um, it can linger a little bit. I, I do think the breaking ball is a little more difficult to deal with. I think both pitchers tonight, Verlander and Lynn, are fastball dominant type yeah. pitchers, so it's um, it's probably to their advantage that they can dictate contact, but. Um, all in all, I think the players that do well will say it's advantage them. The players <laughs> that don't will say advantage the other guy.
1: Was it advantage you when you were playing?
2: No, I mean it's t- it's tough. I it mean is. the hardest part is keeping your hands warm. Yeah. Um, especially when you're handling the ball, you know. So warm. there'll be hand warmers. There'll be there'll be guys you see with their hands in their pockets. The the the, 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 the ski masks will come out because it's you know it is cold. And the longer the innings, the more difficult it is on on the middle infield. The more difficult it is on the outfielders away. Um, but again, it's 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 the weather we have.
1: You mentioned Lance Lynn, and he throws a lot of fastballs, as you mentioned. But it's a heavy fastball. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you really quantify that, but it's heavy. It looks heavy, and it's going to hurt. So how do you how do you combat that?
2: Well, you hit it on the barrel would yes. be the first choice. I mean, if, if you have your choice, and you got to swing at good pitches. One of the things that we didn't do last series was swing at good pitches. And yeah. and um, anytime you do that, cold weather, hot weather, dome, no dome. Uh, it's going to be advantage pitcher if the hitters swing it outside the strike zone. So, getting Lin in the strike zone is going to be key. He had six or seven walks his first outing yeah. and. Um, so he wasn't picture perfect with his with his uh, his execution but um, at the end of the day it, the, the, the team that controls the strike zone tonight is gonna be the team that wins
1: I would imagine Verlander who play, played in Detroit for such a long time played it in the, this division is a little used to this he, he knows how to combat this he does and I mean there'll be
2: different different ways for guys to have to deal with it I mean I think once the adrenaline of the game kicks in uh, the game has to go on I mean I, I'm not it's not gonna be a topic in our dugout for nine innings right. we're grown men we can we can deal with the uh, the elements, but um, you know, but but the, the the team that can that can overcome some of this stuff and not get distracted by this mess is
1: is the team that ends up in in a better spot. You have JD Davis in the lineup today. You guys face Lance Lynn in spring training. JD Davis popped him the other way. Is that why? Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit. I mean, yeah. I I think I wanted to get
2: JD in the game. He hasn't played for a couple of days, and I try not to have any position player not play for three or four days in a row. Um, it's just hard to get your timing right. You know, I also wanted to DH George, which pushes Marwin to the outfield. And I had the lineup drawn up that way. So um, more out of JD not, not having played in a couple of days than, than a matchup from spring training.
3: All right, man. Good luck. Thank you. Appreciate it. Welcome back, Robert Ford, joined by Astros relief pitcher Joe Smith. First of all, congratulations. You got your 700th appearance of your career recently and a big milestone. I mean, you're one of only three active pitchers ever to do that. And one of only, you think about all the thousands of guys who have pitched in the big leagues, one of only 106 pitchers ever to appear in in 700 games. Is it it pretty special to you or do you you even think about those sort of things?
4: Uh, I I don't really think about it. I mean, obviously starting, I'd like to get to 1,000. But yeah, that's kind of the number. Um, you know, but 700, it, it was neat, especially when uh, you know, Gene told me about it. He's like, hey. And I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. I mean, you know, I guess if you've been around that long and just make, you know, as a reliever you like to be uh, able to be called upon every day and, and just be able to post. So, you know, to keep, to keep being able to do this and uh, where I'm at in my career, you know, it's a, it's a nice accomplishment.
3: But there's a lot more to keep going for. And I mean, that's really what it's about, right? Is being able to be durable and being able to be called upon whenever you're asked to be called upon. That's the only way you get to numbers like that, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think you know, you see, guys. I mean, obviously, the goal everybody wants to play ten years in this game, yeah. and it's like, how do you do it? And you know, you got to be blessed with a lot of things, especially health. I mean, that's the biggest, yeah. that's the biggest hurdle. But uh, you know, you you always look, and relievers are seem so volatile. There's so many. There's like almost like a revolving door, and and. Um, You know, it's it's a sense of pride when when you know you can go out there and take the ball, you know Over 65 times a year and 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 help your team win, you know Um,
3: A lot of teams want those guys and and, you know, that's what you're trying to strive to be You went to Wright State in Ohio. You're from Cincinnati originally when you got there you weren't a sidearm pitcher How did you develop into one?
4: Uh, Kind of goofing around one day in practice and Greg Lovelady uh, at the head he's a head coach at UCF now and Rob mm-hmm. Cooper he's a head coach at Penn State now but they're both there and, and love just kind of told me you know after shoulder surgery I didn't wasn't able to get my breaking ball back overhand and things were just coming back slow and um just tried to do something a little more unique that you know may, might get me noticed or something and um it, it took him about a good month to convince me to actually do it but uh You know, now looking at where where I am now, and and a lot of that is because of you know switching down there and and that idea, and I'm just glad it worked.
3: I know, know my broadcast partner Steve Sparks, a former knuckleball pitcher, and I know he's talked to me about how there's a fraternity of knuckleballers. All the guys kind of know each other, have exchanged tips over the years, whether they're competing against each other or not. Is it similar for for sidearm pitchers?
4: Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's a lot of them. I'll always make my way over, say hello, and stuff like that, and. You know, just talk about little things uh, that you can add. I mean, we all throw. You know, all, a few of us we throw sidearm, and then but we all kind of do different things. You know, yeah. there's there's different things that that we're good at. That you know, another one might not be like O'Day's the best in the game at throwing the ball up in the zone and getting mm-hmm. a bunch of swings and misses. Uh, Shisek throws a lot away. Uh, Ziegler works down probably the best. You know, and then. Um, I probably throw in more than any of them. Mm -hmm. There's just all different things. But then, you know, you're struggling with a hitter or something, you talk to one of those guys or or watch their video and just get in at see how they go and attack them and and try to add a little something, you know, to your game that, that they got.
3: You finished up last season with Cleveland get into the off season, and unfortunately for the Indians it ended sooner than, than I'm sure you guys would have liked in, in the division series but how did the process work with with coming over to the Astros was that a team that was on your radar going into the off season?
4: Mm, not really I mean I didn't know you know free agency so weird I've been yeah. through good ones and I've been through bad ones where you're waiting and you, you never know how it's going to play out and, and you really can't predict it I mean you have you know you'll have teams called day one saying they're interested and then yeah. you might not ever hear back from them and it's just uh, it's a weird process, but, you know, I think obviously free agency was slow, but from the reliever standpoint, you know, when you saw some relievers getting some really nice contracts and, and, and when a couple of pieces started to fall, you kind of, you know, you try to get something done in that window and um, it came down to it. we, You know, with legit offers, we had two, and um, I wanted to stay in the AL. And then obviously, you know, looking at coming over here with Houston being one of them, it was just kind of like, well, they just won the World Series. They're not really losing anybody. Um, hey, man, we could be pretty good. And then it's like then we signed Hector, then we signed and then we trade for Garrett Cole. And it was just like, man, these guys, you know, they're really it's cool to see when, once you win not necessarily rebuild or stay like they went out and added more pieces. And uh, that was cool to see, man. I was fired up to get here and just be
3: a part of this and, and see what we can do. Joe Smith, thanks thanks so much for joining us. Glad you're here. And, and here's the 700 more games, huh? <laughs> thanks, Rob. This is
0: the Houston Astros Radio Network.
1: It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits.